Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George and Ori with you. Dr. Judith Orloff back with us is a psychiatrist, an empath, and an author. A couple of her books include Thriving as an Empath, the Empath Survival Guide as well. She synthesizes the pearls of traditional medicine with cutting-edge knowledge of intuition, energy, spirituality, specializing in treating empaths and highly sensitive people in her private practice. Dr. Orloff is very passionate about helping empaths come out of the closet and become empowered. She believes that empathy is the medicine that will save our world and our planet. Judith, welcome back, Doc. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. How are you, George? Good. Looking forward to this. So is being an empath a good thing? I think it's an incredible thing. I'm a psychiatrist, and I'm also an empath, and I couldn't imagine living not being an empath. And An empath is super sensory. It's being able to sense and feel energy, intuit what's going on in people and the energy in the world. Um, it's creative. It's deep. Um, but they're challenges. They're challenges because empaths are emotional sponges, and they tend to absorb the negative energy in the world. So they're taking on so much negativity and stress from the world. And unless they learn how to not do that and ground themselves, then they're problems. Then they go on sensory overload, experience anxiety, depression, overwhelm. Um, And that's not good. But you could learn how to center and ground yourself by using the self-care techniques that I talk about in thriving as an empath. How much can an empath take then before they really start cracking? Um, It depends on the empath. If it's an untrained empath, um, not much. Because when an empath goes on sensory overload, what that is, if so much is coming at you so fast, and I've been on it at various times, and it's, it's very painful, you just feel like your brain can't process all this information that's coming through to you. And so it's a, a state of overwhelm and uh, really anxiety. And unless, when I go on sensory overload, I go into a quiet place, I close the shades, I get very quiet, no talking to people, I meditate, oh. I take a bath. But that's the way to bring it back down. But if somebody doesn't know that and they keep subjecting themselves to um, stress, arguments, traffic, um, then they can get into full-blown panic attacks. Is it unusual, though, for an empath to do that in as much as in the beginning, when they're on, they're very outgoing and carefree and everything else, and then all of a sudden when they start taking on the burdens of the world, do they shut down? Do people notice a personality change? Um, yes, an, em- an empath on overload is not a, a, a good sight because they're in so much pain and then they could get anxious and bring other people along with them in the household, uh, family, friends. If they're anxious, then they start blowing up at other people or they just are become depressed and inward. So empaths who are able to ground themselves can sense and know things so deeply, and it's so satisfying. It's such a gift to be able to have that intuition, but you have to take care of it. And that means really taking good care of your energy and not subjecting yourself to energy vampires and being able to be around positive people and taking time out to decompress. 
um, that makes a huge difference to empaths. Are they like magnets? Uh, it can be in terms of energy vampires. Yeah. And, yep. Yep. The, I have a chapter in the Empath Survival Guide on the toxic attraction between empaths and narcissists. And the narcissist can destroy an empath. Oh, gee. An empath is, is very sensitive and loving and, and tends to overgive and feels like they can heal other people with their love mm-hmm. if they just hold on enough. But the narcissist isn't wired for empathy. And so they have what's called empathy deficient disorder, meaning that they don't really have empathy as, as um you or I might have right. it. They don't seem to be caring, do they? No, not really. And they don't have the full-blown narcissist or sociopath or psychopath. They don't have the conscience. They don't have, doesn't bother them um, to to do things that are, are unconscionable. It doesn't, they're not wired in the same way. And so when they're with an empath, they could be extremely seductive and attractive and the empath is drawn in, but then when you don't do exactly what they say or you don't go according to their plan, they start gaslighting you, they become cold, withholding, punishing, and, and generally very destructive to the sensitive soul. Interesting. It is fascinating indeed. When, yeah. an, when an empath is on, I mean really on, do people like to be around them? Oh, yes. And not only be around them, everybody tells you their life story and they just confess. You know, they, I can't tell you, I, I really can't go places where people don't come up to me. They don't know I'm a psychiatrist. I could be sitting in the airport and they start telling me. Just out of the blue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they sense something about you. Oh, yeah. And it, it's not just me. It's most empaths. We wear a, a sign, an invisible sign saying, I can help you. Out of 100 people, what percent would you say would be an empath? Uh, well, there, there's been research done on highly sensitive people, and the figure is 20%. That's all? That's low. It's, it's very low. And I don't think it, it's entirely accurate, especially now since the pandemic and everything going on in the world. Empaths are all over the place because the stress has stripped them of their defenses or strip non-empaths of their defenses so they're feeling things they've never felt before and they're open to feelings and levels of stress and, and connection that they've never had before and so I mean I think the figure is higher now if the studies were redone now. I'm going to read a definition of an empath and tell me what you think of this one okay? Okay. Do you often just instinctively know how a complete stranger is feeling? Have you frequently noticed someone else's feelings seem to have rubbed off on you? Perhaps you are someone who seems to find every emotion and feel them extremely profoundly, even if it's something simple. These are all signs that you are an empath. An empath is someone highly sensitive to what others around them are feeling. Often empaths aren't even aware of their heightened sensitivity. If you suspect you may be an empath, here are some signs of empathetic abilities that you probably have experienced at some point. And that's some of the things you've already talked about. Yes. Pretty accurate? I think that's very accurate. And empaths, um, you know, there's a 20-question self-assessment test in the Empath Survival Guide if you want to self-diagnose yourself as an empath. And it's very important and other questions, in addition to the ones that you read, which are accurate, 
Listen to noise, smells, or excessive talking overwhelm you? Um, Do I like taking my own car places so I can leave when I please? Empaths don't like to be trapped places. Do I start absorbing other people's stress, emotions, or actual physical symptoms? So those are other qualities in addition to the ones you read of being an empath. So yes, those are all true, and I think your listeners who are empaths or highly sensitive people can identify. Do you find that people who may not even know what an empath is tend to congregate and migrate to the empath because they've got their own personal problems? Oh, yes. Empaths are like magnets for needy people. And for anybody who's just looking for a kind heart or a loving response, somebody who's a good listener and really cares about you, in fact, may care too much about too many people and become drained by it. So I think that, that empaths are magnets. And in a way, you know, the empath, I, I feel, is going to save the world because empaths have the heart and the soul. And if they learn how to ground themselves and they're not in emotional pain from taking on too much stress, they have what it takes to be a good human being and to be able to care for themselves and others. And that caring, that empathy, I care about you, you matter to me. Now, that is what we all need as in humanity. Let's go through some of the challenges empaths have with this pandemic right now. I have never witnessed a time, Judith, where so many people are depressed, uptight. I mean, it's truly remarkable. Oh, it is. It is. And, and the level of rage that's out there, um, it, it, it's huge. But in terms of empaths, it's been a mix bag for them because empaths like staying home. They like the quiet. They like lack of crowds and noise. And so a lot of my empath patients are enjoying that aspect of it. However, the isolation and the loneliness and the depression and the uncertainty and the lack of hugs because people are afraid to hug each other now. Um, It's a whole new mindset that an empath enjoys loving and when you can't reach out and hug your friends or when you can't go out and and walk freely in the world you know without fear that can cause a lot of depression a lot of anxiety a lot of confusion Um, and so it's a time like none other uh, right now and so empaths you have to really practice a lot of self-care and um try and get the love and touch through their animals or through um, you know, going out into nature. Empaths love nature. So that's one way that I've gotten through this pandemic as an empath is going hiking and spending time in the, in the hills or by the ocean, you know, just connecting in that way. That's very powerful. Empaths have a very strong relationship with nature. So that can help soothe you during this time. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.